When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Are listening to Comes a Time with O'Teal Burbridge and Mike Fenoya. If you're digging the podcast, do these guys a favor and review and subscribe. It means a lot. Be sure to follow the pod on social media, YouTube, and if you're joining for bonus episodes and exclusive content, go to patreon.com forward slash comes a time pod and get on the bus. And now, here's Mike and O'Teal. Welcome back to Comes the Time, folks. I'm O'Teal. Mike's not here today because he is out promoting up a storm for his new special, uh, Don't Let Me Down. Uh, so I'm doing this one solo with my dear friend Jenny Schumann, otherwise known online as uh, Beadwork by Jenny. You can find her on Instagram and beadworkedbyjenny.com. She does all my incredibly beautiful neck, uh, guitar straps and for has done them for many, many others. I remember the day she got called to do one for Bob Weir and she was extremely excited since she has been following the Grateful Dead since she was 15 years old. But uh, she has a great story she has uh, been going to powwows since she was a very little girl, and um, it's very much connected with her Native American culture, and, and her beadwork comes out of that culture, Ojibwe, if I'm not mistaken. She's just a, a radiant, one of those people who's very shiny. She has a radiant light, and um, we've known each other for a bunch of years now uh, since joining Dead and & Company. And uh, we had a great talk about her new book, Speaking in Beads, which she's out on book tour for. And um, it was just a great conversation about her incredible artwork and art in general and life and the whole process. And uh, just a joy to spend time with her. So. Uh, Thank you, Jenny, for coming on. You guys are really going to enjoy this one. Um, you can find all where to find her in the show notes. Also, you can find all things comes a time on Instagram, Facebook, and don't forget about our Patreon at patreon.com forward slash 
comes a time pod uh please on all of our things like share subscribe we really appreciate you all each and every one of you and uh enjoy this podcast Pantheon Podcast listeners, Christian Swain here to tell you more about my experience with Raycon earbuds. Our family now has three pairs of Raycon earbuds around the house, and my wife just grabbed a pair of the headphone pros to replace some headphones from a company that was double the price. And yes, she loves them. Now, if you haven't pulled the trigger on a pair of Raycons, or even if you have, but you're in the market for another pair because they're just that good, well, now is the time to check them out because they just launched their upgraded model of the best-selling everyday earbuds. With Raycon's upgraded everyday earbuds, now you also get active noise cancellation, ergonomic design, and multi-point connectivity that lets you pair with two devices at once. New quick charge function, three customizable sound styles plus awareness mode, available in a variety of vibrant new colors to complement any and all skin tones. I even have a pair of earbuds in a cool green color. I have tried just about every earbud known to humankind, and these Raycons are fantastic. Seriously, if you've been wanting to check out Raycons, there truly is no better time. You're going to ask yourself why you didn't check them out sooner, and Raycon offers a 30-day happiness guarantee. So, what are you waiting for? Go to buyraycon.com slash pantheon today to get 20% off your Raycon order, plus free shipping. That's right, you'll get 20% off and free shipping at buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Hey folks, Stefan Shirazi and Renee Richardson here from the Metallica Report. And we are proud members of the Pantheon Podcast family, where the best of music and podcasts unite. We've got something pretty cool for you. We're giving away an exclusive Metallica merch package worth over $250. That's a whole lot of scary guys, skulls, M72, and other sought-after Metallica swag. And we've made it easy for you to win. Follow and share the Metallica Report, and you're in the game. Go to pantheonpodcast.com slash Metallica, enter your email, and hit that button to be entered to win. And just like that, you're eligible for our monthly exclusive Metallica merch package. And guess what, rockers? You can enter every month. So just do it. And while we love our global brothers and sisters, the lawyers won't let us ship outside the U.S. I wish I could just grab you and squeeze you through the camera. (laughs) That's like the next virtual step, right? (laughs) Yes, the next VR. How are they going to do that? (laughs) Careful what you wish for. (laughs) Well, it's great to see. Like you've been on this uh, like whirlwind book tour. It's been a little wild. (laughs) How's it feel? Like be on the road all the. Actually, that's probably not too unusual for you as a deadhead, Um, but. No, it's different. It's crazy. I don't know how you guys do it. I have a whole nother level of appreciation. It's crazy because it's, I'm home all the time. You know, I mean, yeah, deadhead, but I bead. All the beads are at the table right over there. So I'm home a lot. I'm a homebody. I go do social things and then come home and bring all of that light with me and then sit at the table and create. So it was, it was wonderful. 
it was amazing to talk about my book and and have all those wonderful experiences with people. And I stayed with friends all through the tour. So um, swimming in great pools, seeing the ocean and the mountains and all of it. It was wonderful, uh, but it felt really good to get home, too. The, the boys missed me a lot. The dog missed me a lot. <laughs> I'm sure. The See, we, always, we always think of deadheads as having that early period where they were young, where they just said, screw it. I dropped out of college and I just went on the road with the dead. Mm -hmm. <laughs> well, um, yeah. And that wasn't me because I had, it wasn't at all. I mean, yeah, I was, I had at a young age. I got turned on to the dead when I was almost 15. So it is life changing. You know, I've, I always knew Ripple because that movie, The Mask or mask yeah. um yeah so share yeah. so that song at the end i was like what is this song and i've always loved it and it wasn't until much later that i learned what that was all about but i had julia when i was 16 so i was in high school nursing a baby i wasn't on the road on tour <laughs> i was doing that and and then when she was a year old was when i got my first loom i had gone to a powwow and got one of those uh wiry rickety looms that you get like with boy scouts or girl scouts and that started it and she was a year old and so that was 92 and that was the summer going into my senior year and so i was i'd go to a show but i didn't bring her <laughs> like yeah oh you're gonna stay with grandma and mom was gonna get some yayas out and yeah come home <laughs> <laughs> and you definitely weren't like on the road like oh i went to 18 shows <laughs> no not at all saw jerry yeah. a couple times that's great i'm so blessed that i did awesome. but yes absolutely um but now i was home finishing high school and taking care of a baby and doing beadwork and you know so when was your first powwow it seems like you were had a pretty strong connection to your native american yeah heritage. absolutely um powwow setting up my first powwow i set up at was 1994 but i had always gone because riverside powwow in grand rapids michigan right by the river it's this whole beautiful setup there's an annual june and september powwow so i had always gone to powwow but as far as uh setting up it was after my mom that year for christmas had had my uncle make me this beautiful wooden adjustable loom and then got me all of these beautiful supplies and just made it a really nice gift and after that loom is when i just really dove in because it's just you know equipment makes all the difference right and yeah. Uh, yeah big time so then my cousin and i both got on this beating and um just really ce celebrating our heritage and culture and stuff at that exact same time so 94 i set up at powwow and by 95 julia and i were traveling all over the place to all different powwows every weekend. It was pretty amazing. So you were deadheading to powwows more than the dead I was, shows. <laughs> I was. I absolutely was because there's, yeah, making a living that way. And it's like a big family reunion. Powwows are just sensational. It's, um, I mean, you've been, we've been, right? To Gathering of Nations was just like the powwow of all powwows. The mother of all powwows. You know, it's so funny. All those years on Powwow Trail, everybody talked about, you need to get to Albuquerque. You need to go to Gathering yeah. of Nations. And the first time I was there was with you. And <laughs> hence all the crying. <laughs> oh, man. A DJ Logic. Thank God. Yeah. Thank you, Jason. Yeah. DJ that was Logic and, and Power and those guys play mm -hmm. it. And uh, yeah. So is this native american ancestry on your mom's side dad's side both sides it's my mom's side my dad's family was adopted so we were not sure about um 
mm. that lineage. But yeah, my mom's side. So, um, but really, like, I mean, in the especially in the seventies, it started kind of making its way around. But for, I mean, for a yeah. good century, if you were Indian, you didn't admit it. I mean, yeah. I, I, yeah. you just didn't. It was not something people celebrated. So thank goodness for the powwows. Thank goodness that people yeah. still kept this alive and just put the calling out there, whether you were there to honor it and respect it as just a visitor or you were coming back home. And yeah. uh, for me, it was coming back home and it was just, it was everything. And on the powwow trail, all the elders were spectacular. I mean, they wanted to teach me. Um, yeah, they wanted, yeah, they wanted me to know, you know, you've got to pull it tight enough, but never too tight. And always yeah. weave in the rest of the thread and just the little tricks. But more than anything at powwow, you learn intention and you learn yes. prayer. And I mean, I grew up going to church, so I learned prayer, but kind of like that whole existentialism thing where when you step outside of and you really start looking at spirituality in a different way, it comes to you, right? And yeah. and with powwow, it, it is. It's all about like every single bead has it's there for a reason and it's a person and it everything, all the energy, you're weaving much more than just thread and glass beads. You know? <laughs> so it's it's pretty amazing. I learned about the intention. Julia has this one little her her dress her dress from dancing because she would dance and I would I yeah. would sell beadwork. And there are 365 cones. And so there's a prayer for every day. And it really wow. is an intention. It's a prayer for every single day. And those I things love don't it. go away. Yeah. It was pretty uh, cool. The meaning. So it's does your mom bead grandmother anybody? No. Beads? You're the first one. I'm the beater. Yep, ah. I'm the one. So it was really fun to learn on my own, but then of course to go to powwow and then everybody like powwow family contributed, which is wonderful. And then the kids play and everybody's an auntie and an uncle at powwow and the kids pass you up and run around and then everybody like assumes their position for powwow and then everybody leaves and we just sit around fires campfires and just have the most amazing time and and that's where you learn and like all of the things the intentions the the ethereal side the material side all of it comes together and yeah it's pretty special I'm so I'm so grateful for those years. And then uh, I once I stopped traveling powwow so much, uh, Julia had to go to school and just a less gypsy time. Right. It's time to settle down and, you know, really like do the home stuff. And then I was doing museum exhibits more often than not for powwow, which is um, it's that's another amazing honor because they only pick two bead artists, two painters, you know, it's just, they, they get the cream of the crop and put you in that position. And then you can speak on behalf, like something, you know, of an ambassador for the culture. And uh, that's actually where I met that woman, Dase Priedis from Latvia, who wrote me into her book. And that's how I got over to Latvia to be an ambassador for Native Americans, which was, that was cool. It was pretty intense. Because, you know, it's a whole culture, a whole beautiful culture. And I'd get up and speak. And where do you begin on behalf of this beautiful culture? So, but I did. <laughs> Those pictures are great on your Instagram. And I love there's one of you looking over this guy's shoulder. And you're like zeroed in. Yes. And I was like, it's so cool, like watching one culture's beating 
examine another's and you your intention you talk about intention man you were zoomed in I, my skin is doing. actually on, like alive right now i remember that moment so much this man's whole entire living room was all looms and he said this is how i do it and so we were sharing because he said where's yours and so we totally had this our own little powwow right there in latvia and yeah that i love i know that picture exactly <laughs> i know that moment so well <laughs> It was good. Yeah. Yeah, that place, um, it's amazing because I think that there's throughout all of history, right? Throughout all the time, there's persecution. There's there's cultures just get stomped down and trodden. And when you can see a culture persevere through all of that and keep their language and keep their traditions and keep their traditional wares and songs and all of this. And it's done in secret, right? Um, Native Americans were beat if they spoke their language when they, a lot of them were sent to orphanages, um, treated like heathens. And, um, and, but yet we kept this beautiful culture alive, right? It was all of those elders who really worked through those darkest, darkest times. And there's still a lot of alcoholism and, and poverty, you know, um, I think awareness helps make that. If people are aware, they can really give back to the to the you know culture and and the neighborhoods and everything. And um, honestly, the casinos make a lot of money for the tribes, a lot. Yeah, some of them are doing very well. We're gonna take a short break, and we'll be right back after this. I just want to show, I mean, I know we're going to be showing pictures and stuff. Look how well it goes with that Comes the Time t-shirt. It goes with everything. Everyone. It goes with everything. It's just sensational. You, I mean, and you know, one of the cool things uh, was, yeah, this is the latest one that Jenny made for me. Man. I, you know, I, I'm going to go ahead and just have a confession here okay. because it's funny. And I was glad that you were able to laugh because I thought you were probably going to really get pissed at me. <laughs> but Jenny made me these three beautiful straps. And they're just like unreal. And then one day I saw Dwayne Betts's and it's like, <laughs> it just stops. You know, it's like, I think I had another life as a Native American or maybe it's the DNA. It's somewhere back there mm -hmm. in my DNA. But it's, you know, how a lot of your work does, just like this, it, you know, portal opening. Portal. And this is where we talk about the intention behind each bead, mm -hmm. everything. Like it's alchemy. It's not just the physical part, it's the intention part. And I saw Dwayne Strap and that thing just like it stopped time. And I was like, it does that's it right there i was like that's like how i feel inside and it's funny because his dad dicky betts uh has this beautiful like the way his house is the interior mm -hmm. decorating of it and stuff mm -hmm. is him it's, it's just gorgeous it has yes. that same feel that real he has a very strong uh native american I mean, his wife was Sandy Blue Sky, you know. Yeah, 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 absolutely. You know, so he was really deeply into it. And I confessed that to Jenny one day, you know. <laughs> and um, she was like, that's fine, O'Teal. 
because this next one I'm going to make you. <laughs> you just wait. Gonna, and boy, and then. When and it I took got, a couple years. When I saw this, I was like, it's even more like. It's past it's lives. Something. It's your yeah. past lives. It's it's both Cherokee, Seminole. It's um the 20s. It's got the portal. It's interdimensional because honestly, how I originally saw it with the colors, it was the blue on top of the brown but no it's the brown on top of the blue but then that changes and how it all came to life and then those ancient african symbols that i put inside of that creation design because i don't know what to call that it looks like creation but those the drummer and god's child and the god's child is the one that got me because i remember a long time ago seeing this eight-pointed star i had a book called the encyclopedia of women's myths and secrets Mm -hmm. And it's all the stuff that, you know, people were getting burned as witches for probably, yeah. you know, yeah. but it had this eight, eight pointed star and it called it the star of Isis. And I was uh-huh. like, oh, that's ancient Egyptian. Yeah. Okay. So I just made a mental note, you know, and then here and, it is. And there it is. <laughs> and I was like, you know, so whenever I see these kind of things, I count like, yeah. Yeah, it's like the 13 bullets like, on, yeah, points on the bull. Yes, you count. How did you know about the Star of Isis? And you, and, but then you called it God's child. It was a different thing for you. And I was like, yes. here's where the magic starts. Here's where the synchronicity is. Absolutely. The and it's so much different because I've done. talk about it. Yeah, no, we didn't talk about it at all. And like every eight point star that I've done from powwow, it's way different because it's done on a rosette where it's the one center bead and everything built builds out. It's applique like your yeah. OTL from Egypt strap, right? But it's that yeah. specific that like specific stitch that builds out and they're very pointed. Whereas this yeah. God's child eight point star is unlike anyone I've ever done. And like you were starting tour, it was really busy. And once I saw your base, I had been drawing that strap for about a year. Wow. I mean, really, it had, I had been working on it about a year, just everything that we talked about, like the 1920s fella you were then, right? Yes. Or, you know, just all of it and how I've gotten to know you and just like the way that everything came together. And then when I saw your new base, it just, Man. it was clear. It was absolutely you clear. completely, and as, timing is often a part of this magic too. Yeah. You know, things, just plants bloom when they bloom. Mm-hmm. And, um... When you saw the base, it was like, bam, it's Everything that timing where it's like, together. Oh, mm-hmm. now it's happening. Yeah. I tell you, it was always so fun with me uh, whenever there's like, I have friends that are Native Americans, like James Simcoe, you know, up mm-hmm. in Toronto. Mm-hmm. And they're Ojibwe, which is... Ojibwe is everything I've learned, yes. Yeah, and then Jikining, <laughs> yes, you know. Fires, yep. And then Coat and Alakoy, who are out in um, California. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. Um, I know them from the Almond Brothers band. And Coat came out on one of the early Dead & Company tours to try to help um, Kreutzmann out, I think, with his back or something at okay. the time. Mm-hmm. And man, when he, t- as I always tell people, put these straps in the sun light yep. and when, the, when he the saw that strap yeah he saw that strap hit and I, he he was like yo man i brought it to him and he was just to see him just marvel at it like 
because I know it's from his culture. And he's mm -hmm. like, this is the real thing, man. I was like, yeah, it's the energy. I mean, it's Absolutely. yes, it's the beads, but it's and it's not just the material you feel. I remember the first time because we came to Denver and met up with you for the Boulder shows in 2017. And I brought the first two straps and the yeah. green strap. You just I remember you you played with the other one, you know, the, the rose strap. And then you said this one just feels like the yeah. feeling of it and it's sensational and um you know it just so that's what he was picking up on was more than just the leather and the beads it's all of that intention it's the spirit that goes into it that comes with us time and time again or however i don't pretend to know exactly how the universe works or how our spirits ebb and flow but my idea is it's time and time again we bring all of that with us and those are the memories that you have that's that connection and i truly believe that and you know i think that whether it's sound like we all express our ourselves and how we interpret vibration in nature um relationships in nature that's a vibration how do we express that um there's music yeah. which is like it's a vibration of sound and so color and patterns are another example of that and so this is what i do is i take all of life and and somebody else's experience which is so amazing but like our friendship so when you look at the first two straps that i made for you that was getting to know you and Yes. I think about I think about how different that especially that green strap is like I could feel the earth and I could feel the cosmic and I could feel all of these things and the lines were coming together, but they weren't solid yet. But it's so beautiful, you know, I the, love that strap. Oh, it's so good. McGeezy with the eagle feathers is just everything. And, um, you know, it's just the way that it's almost like breathing the way that the design does this and comes back. And it is, it was getting to know you. So it's so amazing. And then this last strap, the lines are solid and it's like here and here and here because our vibration has evolved yeah. the solidarity and, um, it was it's so funny because when you sent me when you sent me the sketches, yeah. So I was staying in this hotel with O'Teal and friends. That was like I don't know what the period is, but it reminds me of the Gilded Age, you know, like where the, the architecture. Steve. Yeah, exactly, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and all these kind of things. And I was like in that hotel, mm -hmm. looking at looking at this and going, "This was I used to live." during this time, the music of that time period, everything, when I hear it, I'm like, I the was 20s. there then. Mm -hmm. Yeah, mm -hmm. I, I, the Me jazz too. and the, yep. the dances, the dances. And, uh, yeah, just every I was like, I feel it, it. I feel like the go a ghost of that time myself. And so then I get these That's sketches. Funny. And I'm like, wow, we are really like, seriously connected. Yeah. And then them with the star of isis the god shot and the drum I, it was just, the drum mm -hmm. when you put the colors on this thing finally i was like oh wow everything changed and so you know oh, as you know like boat. i don't use illustrator right i don't use computers so you're like Where, but what about the colors and i'm it always comes next right so after the designs then come the colors and i pulled all the beads out and you've seen that whole mess Yep. <laughs> it's a mess. Um, and I pulled all of them out and I, all, the blues, yes. But I remember pulling out silvers and primaries and it was just like, oh, it just seems cold. It's just not it. And then I pulled out those browns and the golds. 
And I remember stepping back because yeah. I do that. I, I get up and step back. And I was like, what it just what just happened? This does it work? I don't know. Does it work? I think it works. I think there's no other way. And then I sent it to you and you're like, huh, that's interesting. The brown and the gold. Does is that it? I'm like, I think it's it. And then when it's I cool because if you look at me holding that base, which is right here. It's just it matches you, it matches the base. That picture also, you took in Arizona. This base, uh, this base is um, much lighter than normal bases. Okay. And one of the things that they do to make it light is they roast these necks. It's roasted oh. Norwegian maple. And that's why it's so dark brown. Looks just like me. <laughs> so like me holding this bait is the brown and blues that, you know. You um, match the strap. The strap <laughs> matches the base. It's like this beautiful creation. I love it so much. <laughs> I know. Yeah, I, I mean, always I... said if I was to bead you, it'd be the green strap. But aha, I guess I've bead you twice. <laughs> well, they're all great. I love them all. And they're, they all definitely resonate with me. Um, and they're like, you know, children or like songs. How do you pick a your so, favorite of your songs you? you know what yeah, i mean and, but... yeah because each one has its own place and i remember the creation yeah. of every single piece and then when i get to see a piece in the wild right like i get to send it to someone i've <laughs> never met them and then i see it in the wild and i'm like i know this piece oh i finally get to meet you <laughs> it's so funny <laughs> i mean geez i can't imagine like over all the years not counting just straps. I can't imagine just how many straps you made. Have you kept track of no, like- No, I should. I, I know. Somebody even said how many straps are in the book and you know, I should count. You should count. <laughs> should we should count. like archive like, yeah. if there's a way to, it's all back there, but I mean, <coughs> the way I met you was the purse. I actually think I have that here too. Yeah, Jess's. Yeah, hold on, I'm gonna grab it. Okay. <laughs> You know, and it was so fun because when she sent us that picture, um, oh, sorry, you probably can't hear. Oh, the medicine. It's like my dearly departed friend, Freddie McKiernan. You are all over our house. Oh. Uh, I have the, <laughs> the, tapestry. the tapestry too, but this was, this was the one That's that started one. it all. I saw it that did. online it and did. I said, oh, Jess would love that, you know? Yeah, that then, did. That absolutely started. It was like 630 in the morning. Oh, that bag. Remember, and you made that one, but you made a turtle one for Nigel. Yeah, I did. He needed it. Nigel, there was a lot going on and he needed like that little, his own thing and that medicine bag. So that's yeah. Rosette. That stitch, the middle part is the rosette. I was talking about how it starts in the very oh, center yes. and yes. spins yes. out and that thing just yeah. rolls into creation and the wings. Oh, I love that bag. Oh, I do too. That bag. This is a, keep the mm -hmm. sacred stuff in there. Mm -hmm. I have, That's uh, some root from, stuff uh, right there. What, uh, Derek Matthews gave me a gathering of nations. We got to talk to about gathering of nations Let's for these folks because mm -hmm. I always say like, there's two things you got to do in America as uh, all the national parks, You know, blah. Oh yeah, that's great. Cool. Yeah, but if you haven't been to New Orleans, Louisiana, you need to go. I know. And if you have not been to Gathering of Nations, you need to go. It's the biggest powwow in the world. I think uh, yeah. 300 and some tribes from uh, America, mm -hmm. you know, and then another 200 something from Canada. Yeah. And then they even bring in Aboriginal dancers from other 
like countries. Wasn't there an Australian dancing exhibit that we saw? Um, I can't even remember. Like it's such a whirlwind of every, and I was also playing too. Yes. But wow, yeah, the the clothes. Yes, the outfits are unreal, unreal. And they yeah, have the um, competitions for the clothes and for dance. And yes, yes. Wow. And those outfits, some of those outfits are, are con like a conglomerate of their ancestors, right? So it's beadwork that's been, I've seen outfits with great, great grandfather's sashes. So beadwork wow. that's a hundred years old, in addition to beadwork that like this one guy, this one particular outfit, his daughter was beading for him. So, I mean, of the ages, and it's so amazing. And the biggest honor at powwow you can get is to be asked to do beadwork for outfits. And I did, I've yeah. done a few outfits and yeah. it's pretty, it's, because traditionally you get the vision as a dancer and then you're supposed to do all the parts. You're supposed to do the feather work and the ribbon work and the bead work. But, you know, not everybody's hands are going to work yeah. <laughs> that way. Right. And uh, my friend Luke, he he was sensational. And him and I always traded only traditionally. And he lived on Wapu Island, which is between Michigan and Canada. And mm. so him and his family would hunt the deer. They would use every single part of that animal and they would brain tan the hides. And he always paid me with Wapu Island leather for yeah. years. I know oh, I miss man. it. I know I miss it. I still have scraps, you know, in the closet because if there's people, they'll be buried with me. But um yeah, that that's just such an honor to exchange in a traditional way and to create their vision, which is what I do with the straps. Yes, that's what I wanted to talk about too. Yes. Like how much of the, uh, what an integral process mm -hmm. it's it's crucial for you to like connect Absolutely. with the person you're making the strap for. It's everything. I mean, there you know, you can't just let everybody in, right? You just can't let every single person in, and yeah. um, being well known is tricky because you want to experience this, but it's a lot all the time and it's exhausting. And so there, you have to know when it's safe to let your guard down and let people in, yeah. but it is a crucial essential part of the process. And that vulnerability to share um, not only how you feel on the inside, I think the greatest compliment was when you said um, that now you look on the outside, how you feel on the inside huge like that meant everything to me because I do have to speak for what you feel but also how you want to be seen on stage because yes. that's a whole thing like yes. right that's a whole thing to yeah. your stage presence and so to get a musician to be vulnerable with me just takes it takes time and patience and trust and all of the really important things and yeah it, it means everything to me and yeah. So let's talk about your your very first strap. My very first strap on stage, or first strap? Okay, Chandler. No, yeah, because yes, we have so OG. much history together. I love Chandler. Yes. So Blues Traveler backstage after a show at Pine Knob in Michigan, and after the show we're talking, he's like, "So you do beadwork? Yeah, I do beadwork." And he said, "Could you do a strap?" And it's kind of like that moment and. Ghostbusters, you know, if somebody asks you or if you're God, you say yes. So yes, I can make a strap. And he's like, sweet, I want it to be dark and tribal and punk and bold. And I want it to have this. And Chandler, I mean, this was in the early 2000s, takes his shirt off and he's so adorable. And he's a big, strong, strapping man who was just on stage all sweaty and hot. And I'm like, 
all right, you know, like, okay, I'm supposed to be focusing on something. Yes, I'm focusing on the tattoo. That's it. And uh, so it's this big spiral, like the ancient Celtic looking spiral. It takes up the entirety of his back. I, yeah. Yes, I can put that on a strap, right? This little two inch space. I can do that. And like, uh, click. Yeah, yeah, right. But it was before cameras and phones. So it was just like, in my brain click. And uh, so it was there as trapped in and I went home and I made him a strap and it was dark and tribal and punk and bold. And it had that tattoo and he still rocks that thing. And that was 2006 when he got it, you know, and he has four straps now too, which is crazy. (laughs) So you guys are neck to neck on that, but yeah, he was my first, he was my OG stage guy on, on, you know, with the strap. And I remember Julia and Gabriel were at that, when we met up with them to give it to him, the strap and gave it to him before the show. And then we go out and we're in the crowd waiting. And I will never forget when Chandler walked out with that strap and I looked at the kids and I grabbed their arm and I'm shaking their arm. I'm like, you guys, you guys, you guys. And, you know, Julia was young teenager and she's like, whoa, mom, you know, trying to play it cool a little bit. And Gabriel's like, what's happening? What's happening? And, but I mean, is mom cool? Is mom, what's oh my happening? Yes, yeah, my <laughs> world is crumbling. Cool. I was not keeping my cool. It was uh, it was really, really amazing um, how I felt. But then, like, everybody, I kept hearing the chatter of, what is Chandler wearing? What's going on? Yeah. Whoa, these guys are on fire. And then, of course, that's how it feels, you know, when the music's happening. And, um, you know, I don't I haven't been to every single Blues Traveler show by any means, but it was an amazing show. And afterwards, I said, so how did it feel? What was it like? And he's like, Jenny... I mean, I, I just rocked harder than I've ever rocked in my life. I am more Chandler with the strap than ever before. That's what it feels like. You feel like you're more, you're, I'm like, this is, Lise talked about that. um, People that uh, know the, a lot of the custom made shirts that I've Those beautiful wear shirts. Mm -hmm. And she said that to me very early on when we met, she said, Oteil, clothes are alchemy. Mm -hmm. And I was like, she was like, if clothes make you feel like a superhero, you will be a superhero. Yes. And I knew this from my uh, experience in acting. Mm-hmm. Like if you're ever on stage or in a movie or something, when you put the wardrobe on, like if you have to play Abe Lincoln, you can't feel. No. But if you put the beard and the top hat on and the thing, all there of a you sudden you it puts you like there. Yes. And so when I could wear these straps and wear the kind of clothes that mm-hmm. I see in my head which i've mm-hmm. always hated the western i hate collars yeah yeah <laughs> you know all the patterns yes it's women's clothes yeah like i'm like but this is not cut for me you know yes. so that's why i realized okay this thing has a real power you need to mm-hmm. like go ahead and put more priority on looking how you would look regardless of how other people judge you yes for it yeah because i will look like a wizard out of harry potter basically <laughs> rock know? it everybody would love it which the strap would be perfect for the right strap would be, like, the strap's perfect for everything <laughs> yes, yes. T-shirt, really jeans, or a harry potter wizard yes exactly and everything in between every beautiful shirt yes absolutely it's true i mean i think that we just do that even on a date night right it, it feels good to get seat up and wear your finest and go out and, yeah i mean and you just, do these super cool hat bands the hat bands like, are beautiful uh, cuffs yeah uh, yes 
because not everybody plays an instrument, right? Um, or even when Tracy wanted to get you a gift and she wanted to get you a strap and we weren't ready for strap number three or number four at that <laughs> point, right? We even talked about it. I'm like, I don't, that's not where we're at yet. You know, and so I thought of the tapestry because when it's the tapestries, there isn't the perimeter of just this space and this yes. space. They can expand. And um, people, I get to do their family crest. I mean, I got to do your whole musical That's history and your family. Yeah, so your it's it's family. on my music room door. Yeah. It has the, the gorilla in it for Jess's yes, yep. thing. It's got the onk. It's got the skull. Mm -hmm. it has Water the in the desert, the solo album. Mm -hmm. That's right. It has the mushroom for Almond Brothers band. And then the uh, aquarium. Yep. Yeah. And then the aquarium for. And that's got the two turtles for Nigel and Kavi. Yep. Yeah. It's like, it's so great man and that was so. right before you guys even got Kavi, but we knew she was coming so nigel yep. is the native american turtle right so he's indian yeah. american indian and then Kavi is indian I, yes 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 so like i did the two different indian styles for for the babes yeah it's and i'm just noticing again uh it's the uh god's child there's that eight-pointed star in the turtle yep and Nigel's, wow, come on now, girl. Yep, yep. it all weaves together. It's just yeah. good like that. So yep. let's talk about you, uh, who, what experience was it like to make a strap for one of your heroes? Um, You're all my heroes. Or, or, or any, <laughs> anything at all, not even just a strap, but. Everyone know is so amazing. Everyone is so precious for, their own reasons. It's so hard just to pick, you know, um, I guess we can go historic instruments, right? Because I do a lot for the Grateful Guitars Foundation guys. So yeah. um, my first Jerry Garcia strap was for Wolf. And that was amazing. Um, <laughs> that was pretty amazing. Like, I got to tell you, and it was after Tom Hamilton met. So the first time I met Tom Hamilton was in Colorado for Jerry's 75th birthday. Remember, I had to shorten the, the adjuster on your strap. And yeah, you're yeah. like, oh, I need to go see my bead artist. And Tom was poking at you all like, ooh, O'Teal has a bead artist. <laughs> so we got to like call off rehearsal. I like, guess this whole funny thing. And so I met him that night and he plays a lot with Wolf, um, the guy who owns Wolf, Brian. And he told Brian, hey, you know, you should get a special strap from this one lady. And so he was the connection with Wolf. And so when cool. Brian reached out, he's like, you know, I don't really have an idea. I don't know what to tell you to do. I want very discreetly the three owners of Wolf. I want the initials in there very discreetly. I don't think we should put Wolf on Wolf's strap. Um, yeah. But I want the birth year of of that of wolf on there and i was like all right well that's a that's a lie okay let me that's channel, a lot already <laughs> let me channel jerry garcia and i've got all this freedom what do i do and it did come together and it was beautiful and it seemed so masculine and so at the very top i put this little very discreet gold star for the spiral letter venus for all of us ladies but it's just it's like there is a like a little kiss on the shoulder just for all of us ladies and it's <laughs> so beautiful and so amazing and i i was so proud of it and i get it off the strap and i'm showing brady i'm like look and he said great where's the year where's oh the you had the year? whole thing done done off the loom off the loom where's the year and <laughs> it's like Oh, the look oh. on my face was, I'm like, no, I've got this. It's okay. It's okay. 
you know, like I, I reeled it in real quick and what I did and it, it's perfect. So I encourage everyone to like, well, first of all, I encourage everybody to get the book and see, but um, go look at that strap. And what I did was I applicate 1973 right at the base. So I fixed it. So I you didn't have it. to undo the whole entire strap. It wouldn't, you can't even undo it. It was off yeah. the loom. There's no undoing it. Oh, that's right. Once it's off, it's done. It's off. So you would have had to make a, An entirely a whole new. other one. He had two requests and I totally feel, <laughs> but you wouldn't even know because it's so beautiful. Like it, the, the date's perfect, but it's like it's true, true crime confessions like right there. <laughs> And so, um, and actually we were on our way back from home for the holidays in 2019 when we came to see you guys um, in New York. And that was such an amazing epic trip and concert um, at the Cap. And so Andy Logan, founder of Grateful Guitars, I'd really love for you to talk to him because this whole thing he has going is just sensational. Um, he wanted me to do Alligator. And I looked over at Brady mm. and Amanda and I said, he wants alligator and they're like okay you're up 72 stanley mouse done i'm like okay but that's I mean, this not has just to done. be like crazy for you right like i mean to do a study of stanley <laughs> mouse, like it's in and then where do you pick it and how do you place yeah. it yeah and all of it because it has to be stacked i mean it's true alchemy like you said and not always can the full image be on there because you're not you yeah. don't want like you know, you don't want the little clapping hand on the top of your finger. You need a whole like clapping hand. And yeah. um, so it was just, it was amazing to bring that art to life as a study. So like I get to study other people's art. So doing those historic instruments is incredible. Um, Mission Control, that bass, that Richter yeah. bass. That's a really cool one. Whoa. I mean, they all yeah. are. But yeah. that, I because I just seen it recently too. I was just like, yeah. man, that strap is bullseye it's crazy julia was like she's and she's seen all of my work she's literally seen every single piece i've ever made because she's been baby. here for the entire yeah. journey yeah she's 32 <laughs> i started beating 31 years ago she's seen it all and um <laughs> all she's even oh this oh. is circa mom was pulling the string too tight like she knows it's hilarious <laughs> and uh and, but uh yeah but that strap when she saw all those little pieces on the table because it was months of making that because they're all yeah. individual little applique sections and i tried to recreate the abalone the actual mm. stone in it which is that's hard a trip it's really hard yeah. and in a very small space so that strap is amazing and that instrument is just unbelievable it's rick turner is yeah it's insane yeah it's over the yeah. top yeah, so those are pretty cool. Those were like his, like honorable moments. But then it's all like even like the little ones. It's the not little ones, but the people who will never be on a stage that yes. matter just as much. Like, cause everybody's got their hero, and their hero, for example, one that always comes to mind is this sweet, sweet family in Colorado. And this guy had this heavy chain equipment business and he's taken care of his family all these years and loves the Grateful Dead. And the sweet mama said, so I want to get this for my father-in-law and told me all about them. And she's like, but most importantly, when he plays for my baby Leo, it's the only time Leo's chill. It's the only time that he uh. like sits and focuses. And so inside the Steal Your Face, I put the Down Syndrome logo inside oh. the Steal Your Face for sweet Leo with his extra 23rd chromosome and that oh. strap means everything to me yeah. because it's 
all of them and then she sent the video of him getting the strap and he just i'm trying not to cry right now and he was falling and it's just like so it's those two it doesn't have to be just on the stage it's every single piece is so precious and yeah you know like a cuff i made for a girlfriend whose dad passed and the bolt going through the heart like an envelope and wings to you know a flight with angels or amy helm strap yeah oof yeah i mean i beaded the mother like the mother and it's funny because when her and i were talking about it i'm like well how literal do we want to be you know, um, yeah. for the mother for all of her own personal reasons, which is her story. But she said, you know, I, I wake up every morning to this beautiful picture of the mother and it brings peace yeah. and said, OK, well, let's work on that. Let's go with that. And that yeah. whole section is applique, like your O'Teal from Egypt strapped. Is yes. strapped. And so, you know, that that stitch is just completely different. The corners, the points, the curves, everything is just completely different than loom work. And so when I beaded that mother, um, you know, I have my own life, my own prayers and my own intentions yeah. to went in that into that as a mother, as a daughter, yes. as a sister, right, of all of these things. And it took months because I didn't just sit and do it. I took yeah. my time because it's the mother. So I beaded every woman. This is the big one. Yes. All women. I beaded all women. And I listened. I love I love literature. So I listened to the Red Tent and Mists of Avalon when I was creating it too, which is woman, you know, so it was just it was sensational. So that one's another one. It's so funny because um, I'm just going to confess. I Amy's an incredible musician. I love her. I adore her amazing amazing so much so getting it listen to her listening to her getting to know her music and then she reached out to me because of the incredible straps i've made for um graham graham lash and elliot pack grams it's like a light it's like a lightsaber yeah. That's another one. You got you got a little jealous of that one too. I remember that. I, I told you then that I was like, oh man, which is jealous. great. It's a it's a positive jealousy. Oh right? yeah, it's no, not no, like no a, offense. But it's just like, and I was so glad it, it didn't offend you because I was so oh, scared. No. But I had to say it because I was like, man, those they're just so man, Grams is it's a, a lightener. I've sent some people, some people have come to me and said, can you make one like Graham's? And I told Graham that he's like, nope. nope. I'm like, nope, I cannot. I will not. That's weird. Right. Yeah. Like, it's a that. unique thing about your art though, because you know, when you think about painters, all right, it's not that their painting doesn't have a story and a meaning and mm-hmm. some intention and whatever, like all that's in there, mm-hmm. but it's not specifically connected to the person that's going to buy it. Not usually. You know? Yeah. That's why right? I've never done Not a collection. Usually. Not usually. Not yeah. usually. Um, that's why I've never done a collection, which is a dream of mine. I do have a vision and we'll, yeah. we'll have to make that happen someday. I'd love to do like a Jenny 2024 collection, right? Of all of these different pieces. Yes. Um, yeah. But it's hard because what I do when I work with someone. <laughs> Your process is connecting with the other Yes, <laughs> yes. And I do believe that a collection piece would find their person. I do believe it would find that person, but um, it's just so different, you know? Well, maybe you could look at it as like, you're doing it with like sitting down with another side of you. There's this guy, we had him on our podcast, uh, Jeffrey Mishlove. He's actually yes. has his doctorate in parapsychology. 
from UC Berkeley too, like totally legit. And sometimes yeah. he does these interviews where it's him with another him and they're wearing Whoa. different clothes and it, you know, he's wow. being funny, but yeah, he, yeah. there's a fair amount of them. Yeah. And I kind of like it. It's like, I'm thinking about that with what you're talking about. Like, okay, so Jenny, maybe there's one side of you, like maybe 12 year old Jenny with her fears oh and whatever, or <laughs> yeah, whatever, oh you, know? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, but yes, absolutely. Yeah. All be the cool different because, sides. Yeah. Cause because then people I'm... could see all the, your different sides and I'm sure it would relate to other, I'm sure they would all, People it would want to resonate. buy them all. Yes, Someone. it would resonate. It will resonate with somebody because I mean, think of like there's so many different. Like I love Art Nouveau. I love Art Nouveau. Um, and yours, like your latest strap, that's more Art Deco, right? And I love Deco. that era. I love that era of art. Both of those. So I would want to do that. I'd totally want to do something like Dwayne's, that Native American that just pours yeah. oh. forth from me. It it literally <laughs> just pours out of me. It takes you back um, to like two thousand years ago. Just boom. Absolutely. Like, you know, instantly, yeah. Wham. Like the DMT doorways opening, yes, and I exactly. stood All out, portals. and I'm like, and a, yes, exactly, the portals, right? And it's it's that's a real thing. I mean, and you know, it's funny because every creation, even the design work for every strap, is its own story. And I could do it's you know too much to go into every single one of them. That's what the book does really, really well. But um, like with Dwayne's strap. I, you know, like it was after you and Neil Cassell. Oh, and that strap, Neil. Oh Cassell's man, strap. Neil. That one is, there's just so many layers. There's so many layers to that whole subject, you know, um, cause yeah. working, he was very guarded. So working with him was really interesting um, during the process. And then after he received the strap, that's when he just fully opened up. He wow. was like, oh, whoa, okay, taking away all barriers, and I just have to tell you, you know, and it was just a really beautiful, very brief, very brief yeah. window, right, because he got it in June, and then he was gone in August. Yeah. But yeah, and when, so you and Dwayne and Neil were on stage, and Jennifer Hartswick was on stage, right? And James Casey, who and we James lost. Casey, yes, James Casey was on stage, and there was just a lot of magic that moment. And we were sitting on our couch right here watching Lock-In that day. And um, afterwards, it's funny, I put out a, a hashtag strap one on Dwayne, right? <laughs> that was my hashtag. And he's like, ha, ha, ha. I'm like, yeah, but seriously. You know, and he's like, you know what, actually, and so that's how I got Dwayne, you know, and, and so then Lisa, his wife is just awesome. So her and she's I great. started, she's great. This love just, Lisa. You know, like, kind of like when you, seeing her when I met her in for person the first time, it's kind of like when I first met Justin person, it's like, oh, yeah. good Lord, you are a million times more radiant and beautiful and sparkly in person, you know, so that was really, really cool to finally meet her. But in creation of that strap, normally it's, like, even with us, it's, what do you think of this? What do you think of this? And then you pick until the design is right. And with Dwayne Strap, I just sent that drawing. It was, I'm like, what do you think? And wow. they, both, they both said, well, that's it. And then I got all <laughs> the colors out and I said, what do you think? And they were like, well, yeah. that's it. Those colors. I'm the colors, the depth, the whole thing, the saturation, the whole thing. how it goes yeah. this way and this way. And it's just the whole thing. And that... That and your last strap were the two that went on my loom and were born of me 
so naturally and with such fluid yeah it just like popped, it just, just it came just out was born it was like the easiest <laughs> ever there was no second guessing there was no de-beading as chandler coins it because sometimes the beads literally come off the, they have to come off the loom redesigning the colors aren't working i yeah. don't know and you don't know until it's on the loom because i don't I don't use any sort of illustrator. I can't project until yeah. it's there. But your two straps, the two of you, those two straps, no de-beading. They were just were born and so fast. I mean, like with less than a week, the beadwork was done. And I stood back from both of those two straps and said, what just happened? Yeah. Like what just happened? The spirit came in and just created almost in a third person way and it happens with songs every yes. songwriter will tell you a story of well this one popped out and it was done in like the time it took to play the song and it was all perfect and i don't yes. know how yes like you say almost in third person which i do think there is a third person which is another subject we will unpack we can go later yes. <laughs> you know what i mean quote unquote third later person. yeah 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 but yeah. it's cool that I've recently seen both of those straps sitting next to each other, like every night for that tour that we I did. I know, I know. And multiple so times in the sunlight because we were oh. next to each other, so they would yes. be on the stands next oh. to each other, but the sun hitting them, and so I would just be like, "Look at those bad boys," you know, or, or you see someone else, so beautiful, looking yeah. at them like, "Holy crap!" Mm -hmm. And I'm like. And yeah. the way the beads are cut and they just catch the light in the right way. Oh man. Those, but it's it's funny you say like those two just like popped they were just out born. like they're yeah. just born. Yes, cool. and it was very third person, very much spirit taking over. And I don't know how else to explain it, honestly. It's all um, we have is words. You yes, know, we do the best yes, we can. We do. It's hard to articulate sometimes. I mean, and I love words and I love to write, like, especially when I write, it's just like pours out of me. It's that's another third person. But I'm always beating, so I'm not writing as much, which made the book so much fun to um, Yeah be able to to put all of that into words and articulate and it was right after a pa my dad passed so i just when something big happens whether it's grief or change whatever the case my coping mechanism is get busy get really busy yeah. and create yeah. and not in a not in a bad way because some people it's distraction and they're not dealing i feel like i'm dealing but how i deal is to create you're using it as fuel it is fuel. And um, so after getting back from dad's funeral, I just kind of went in the other room and just wrote and wrote and wrote, which felt so good because since I haven't really written much except for like, like little poems, you know, Christmas yeah. poems or birthday poems and, you know, things because yeah. I love to just be, I love to be mushy. It's my favorite thing. <laughs> um, it is. I really, I'm good at that. Um, so, but I, to be able to have a reason anymore, you know, I mean, I remember in college, I turned a, a math statistics paper into this great 10 page paper that I wrote, you know, because I just love to be able to write, but um, yeah, <laughs> to put all of it into words, it is, it's a trip, you know, and uh, and that's why we do use other things too. Yeah, beating music. Yeah, it's, it's a, they can't be expressed, or they can be expressed in words, but not in the same way. Like you need sometimes just colors or you do just need colors. Sometimes words are going to take away from what it is that you're experiencing yeah. and feeling. And um, you know, I mean, quite often I sit in silence when I bead and yeah. just 
just let it flow and let it happen because there's it's such a clean space it's such a purity and i do believe that there's things that happen in the ethereal plane and absolutely we just those of us who have cultivated our craft music painting beadwork um what a seamstress whatever you know clothing designer whatever it is we channel that we find a way for that our muse to express all of that spiritual side in our own ways and it's everything and that's that's what we do on our on our different levels and i don't know how musicians i don't know how you sing and don't cry I don't know. Oh, actually, I do. And I think you could probably catch it on Nugs a few times. <laughs> well, I'm probably crying so hard that I can't see hold it. Yeah. 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 But there's been some, I'm sure, some high times and definitely some China dolls. Because uh, high time makes me think of Kofi so much. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, the older you get, the more you realize how important the moments are. Mm-hmm. And uh, I find this from interviewing people like, you know, like we just had Kirk West on mm-hmm. who a lot of people would say is grizzled hard, <laughs> like an old rock and roll. He looked like an old biker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. And he burst into tears, you know, oh. um, and part of this interview. Mm-hmm. And I, I remember seeing Dustin Hoffman do this when he was on Inside the Actors Studio and the kids were asking him questions later and he started crying over him and he said, just wait. Yeah. When you get older, just you wait. Yeah. And you'll see yeah. how much it all means and you won't be so like trying to hide keep it. Up no. this, yeah. This I've I've and me, I mean, you know, I'm the guy that cries at Harry Potter <laughs> movie I've seen six times already. Oh. <laughs> you <know>? Yeah. Um <laughs> Are you kidding? What was that BG song I posted on my Instagram the other day? What, what the heck was going on? I'm doing my like little morning scroll and this beautiful like BG song comes on and I'm just, I'm bawling. What is going on, Jenny? Like, reel it in a little bit, but it just, you know, I recorded at their studio at the BG site, total tangent, That's like amazing. ADD, but with Paige McConnell, and uh, Vita Blue, who we just had on. Nice. <laughs> yes, you did. That's amazing. <laughs> um, and man, that studio, it was such a trip down in Miami. Um, and, you know, I I don't know if I ever bought their records, but their music was ubiquitous. You know what oh, I mean? We all know. At it. the it's, time. Yeah. yeah. And so being in the studio and seeing all this, and now it's like a strip mall converted to a check cashing yeah, place yeah, or yeah. something. Yeah, yeah. But seeing all the memorabilia in there and and like being brought back to that time it made me realize yeah like what an impact they actually had on my musical life because all those melodies and grooves are in my memory like i know all that stuff you can't unknow it you can't (laughs) unfeel it it's incorporated in everything we do and then how songs change meaning right um how many times have you heard lion eyes right like the eagles how many times have you heard that song lion eyes i my entire life and i remember one time we were on a road trip it was when julia lived in san francisco and she was going to college and we rented a car and went down to half moon bay and that song came on and i'm sitting in the back seat and i just start just bawling i'm like i how did i not know that this song is so sad 
She's yeah. so lonely. How how do I know every word? I know You've every You've been singing it all every, this time. My entire life. And that song hit me. And it's not like this was going on in my life at that time or anything, but I just realized how sad that song is. And it ties into as the years they build up and all of these experiences and all of our loves and all of our losses. And how connections and relationships strengthen and ebb and flow because you can be super close one day and then not, but there's just this big love and regard that you still have for the people that's a loss or then how it just even continues to grow. And um, yeah, yeah, I get swept away in those moments and songs remind us songs change um, because we change. Exactly. Right? Exactly. Um, I used to it, love it that just, about yeah. Colonel Bruce. He would intentionally make it not mean something specific <clears throat> or maybe at the spur of the moment something that he spat out was a flash of whatever just energy and it just popped out mm -hmm. but it means different things to everybody you know robert hunter lyrics are like that you know just absolutely. like absolutely i <laughs> absolutely so and they're gonna times. change as we change yeah yeah <laughs> Sure. Yeah, it, it is sensational. Yep, all the different ways that we can find to express ourselves and and artistry in the world lends to that. It facilitates in different yeah. ways. And then as we nurture our craft, whatever our craft is, it ties in and then oh, we, we need it for people. We need it. We need it now because it's so so and it's not gonna get any less crazy. Or any less oh, dark. I, I'm one of these people. It's going to get darker before, darkest before the, the dawn. lights. Yeah. I think it's going to get, we're not done yet. We're not all the way to the end yeah. of the unraveling. Yeah. But it does um, fascinate me to watch. I see as the darkness rises, the light rises up at the exact same mm -hmm. time mm -hmm. to meet it. And I've, I'm more and more persuaded by, I don't feel like we can change the world with music. The music can solve peace in the Middle East, you know, but if it helps anyone hold on through whatever Moment of dark period they might be going through, then it does change the world because it helps us hold on. And, uh, it's I mean, important it's throughout all of history. I mean, think about it. There's always yes, been art time. and there's always been music cavemen. There's been drawings yep. on the cave walls, and then there's been the drum. Yeah. Think about it. There's always been that ability to bring people together, right? Um, because it can wash away the politics. It can wash away the heartache. Yes. Or it can make you embrace it all, whatever it is. Yes, music, it can unify. <laughs> yes. Which just, is like, dangerous. That's why they kill all the poets. I just <laughs> saw a podcast where they were talking about, I forget which era of time what ancient civilization but when it was like when they reached a freedom thinking and everything yeah when I'm they reached a that. point where they just immediately killed all the poets yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. You know? we can't have wow. this yeah, yeah. Oh, no. that, what does yeah. that teach you right Control. yeah exactly art. yeah yeah it's and crazy. art has always been even in um all destitute times you know it's no matter how poor i mean was it which one leonardo they they had to sell things just to get paint or make their own paint, make their own colors from different resources. Um, 
Because it's always existed. Art in one way, or, you know, whether it's music or art, it's always existed and it always will. Um, because it just helps us. I think it helps us get through things. It helps us feel understood. It um, gives us something to resonate and anchor to. And it's just important more than ever, you know, to, yeah. to have that. You know, whether you want to not think or whether you want to think, whether you just want to go to a show and dance and not solve the world's problems, because that yep. gets heavy. I mean, oh. like, <laughs> you know, sometimes I'm like, turn it all off. Turn. I just want to bead. I want to, I want to unplug. Toy. <laughs> I'm going to like, I'm going to go on some sort of literature adventure. And because I love me some old literature fiction i love audiobooks it's my jam you know it's my jam too yeah i love audiobooks it's so funny i can even pinpoint which books were with which guitar strap <laughs> that's great it's, it is it's hilarious the one i did for that pretzel it's a different rick turner i love, can't say rick turner enough i love that man he was such an amazing guitar maker um but he did that pretzel too which is just a very art nouveau strap and that oh. collector um, was like, you know, whatever you want. I've got a couple ideas that I want you to throw in there, which I didn't forget. <laughs> um, but um, <laughs> but he's like, you pick. And because it's such a nouveau strap, I just had so fun. And I was listening to Anna Karenina. <laughs> I love it. I know. I love it. <laughs> which is a, I want to re-listen to that book, but it's sad. I don't know. Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> never know this it's like one of the oldest and i didn't oh, want to dive man. into war and peace until after i did a shorter book because like war and peace <laughs> was like 50 hours long or something to listen <laughs> to and before i get into whole like all of this toy tolstoy world i did Karina, and I, I got to the end and i didn't watch the movie i had never known and i was talking to yeah. a girlfriend of mine and she's like you mean you had no idea like, no idea i mean it's pretty tragic it's good though. <laughs> oh, I love it. I know, oh, I me it. too. So like, there's just so many different ways that we have stories that go with so many different parts of our life. And to be able to express it the way that we do is like, how blessed are we? We are super lucky, yes. super duper lucky. I'd yes. say it every day. Mm -hmm. Well, tell everybody uh, where they can find all things Bead work by Jenny. We'll have it in the show notes and stuff. Oh, right too, on. But... Yes. Um, well, my Instagram, I'm way more active on that. I try with Facebook, but I just don't know it. And I don't know if I want to learn it. Um, I don't. Do yeah, this. yeah, yeah. So I'm pretty active on Instagram. And that's where I'm really good about putting all my, the current images that I've got of my beadwork. But for the book for speaking in beads that I wrote, that's all at beadworkbyjenny.net. And okay. uh, you can email me through that also, as far as if you want to communicate with me and you're not an Instagrammer, but um, it's really good. And that's where you buy the book. And the book is so beautiful. Um, you know, I chose speaking in beads because it is my language, right? It's a language of my own. Yes. And I'm telling the stories of these people and their life and their life's work and all of that. And, but I'm doing it through my translation. It's my language. I'm speaking that language. And then the subtitle being living artifacts. It is like they, this, this your beadwork. I mean, the kids, grandkids grandkids will be holding your straps they yeah. will last centuries and yeah. especially now i know right it's amazing and all that energy goes forward with it so just like julia's dress with the 365 prayers 
those prayers still exist and I have the material representation of that. Yes. Um, and that's what an artifact is. It holds all of that energy and in that time and place and the way that everything is documented and recorded nowadays, um, audially, yeah. visually. So, yeah. and all of these, you know, um, what I love so much about what Grateful Guitars Foundation is doing is they're taking all of this old equipment and they're bringing it you know they're keeping it alive on stage and then the straps yeah. i make for that are tying the past to the present but it's yeah. all documented and all of these people who are crazy about grateful dead facts i don't even know how they store all that but they do <laughs> like <laughs> yes, they do. i'm you know like i try to listen and i'm like whoa you lost me about seven <laughs> years before that you know it's crazy i mean I, i'm trying to listen but it's so much detail but these when people will discuss that particular show or even how people will share a certain experience, the straps are part of that. And yeah. they're part of that in so many ways because I'm just a girl in the crowd dancing. I'm, I don't need to be up front. I want to be way back there. You're right? also I'm, a girl in the crowd dancing. I, there you go. I am also <laughs> a girl in the crowd um, dancing and experiencing that with all of my peers and we're feeling the music that's you guys are responding to us yeah, and the man. straps are holding the instruments that are putting this out yeah. that we're feeling and it's the most beautiful symbiotic relationship and these straps are part of that documented history so they are they're living because we're giving them all of this life energy and history and so yeah, yeah. The, the book is just it's gorgeous and um like your foreword that you wrote it's i cannot read it without crying Oh, felt, thank you. So thank you. I felt seen like you just the way you said it. I I don't even know if I could explain how it feels to be the creators like we are the way that you did. And so thank you for that. It was beautiful. And you're very, very welcome. Yeah. And all the sweet words many of the musicians had to say and and all the different photographers, right? It wasn't yeah. just Minkin and Blakesburg. It's Chloe. It's Josh Hitchens. Yep. It's um, Sam Watson, Ben Fimblet. It's all these new up and coming because that's true Grateful Dead, right? It's That's right. It's supposed just, to carry forward. Yes. And it's supposed to lift one another and help bring to the light. So it's true Grateful Dead fashion. And um, everybody came together and helped make it happen, you know, and it was, it was just pretty amazing. It was a good experience. You guys go get that book. Thank you, Jenny, so much for Thank sharing you, the time yeah. with us. Yeah. This is great. And it's so good to see you. You too. And I feel like we should FaceTime I... more often. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely, we should. <laughs> well, you Aww. have a good one today. And All right, you God too. God bless you, sister. Uh, you too. Pantheon Media presents Comes a Time featuring Mike Fenoya and Oteil Burbridge. Executive produced by Christian Swain and Peter Ferrioli. Produced and edited by Eric Limarenko and Stu Silverman. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Comes a Time with Mike Fenoya and Oteil Burbridge. Be sure to follow the pod on social media, YouTube, and if you're jonesing for bonus episodes and exclusive content, go to patreon.com forward slash comes a time pod and get on the bus. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. 
FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. 